Good day, everybody. Love Talk Radio. psychologist, but I also received my certification as a fitness trainer and a counselor for nutrition. And the reason was because I recognized so definitely the interlacing between your wonderful mind and your emotions and the stability of your relationships and exercise as well as eating. But today is about exercise for those individuals who have happened to damage themselves in some sort of way. I think I've damaged myself by exercising too much. Can you imagine that? But it's just the way it goes. At age 56, our bodies are not as eager to take on the loads of some things as others, and I just failed to realize that. But does that mean that I stop exercising? Or how about those individuals who are elderly that need to keep moving, and if they don't, their muscles will actually atrophy a lot faster and quicker than the rest of us? How about those individuals who have injured themselves, such as I have? Or how about those people that have always been in a wheelchair for a very long amount of time? The truth of the matter is it is extremely important to keep your muscles as toned as possible throughout your life. That is, there is no excuse for not working any form of muscle that can move. You need to be working it to a point where you're actually growing that muscle. And the idea of thinking of yourself as growing a muscle is so helpful. It isn't about making the muscle strong because it doesn't just make it strong and keep it. It doesn't do that. It's not like making a table and then you always have a table. Your muscle must every day have an opportunity to be made strong, to be created as strong, to be exercised into strength. So every day it is very important to take those muscles that you can't move so that your body benefits from it as well as your mind. Here's some benefits. You will reduce depression. You will reduce anxiety. You will increase your sense of happiness and joy and creativity, you'll be able to interface with your relationship. There's so much more expression of happiness. Vitally important to your biochemistry to be exercising. So for, for the remainder of this time, if you're stuck in a chair like I am as I hobble along with my injured knee, then this is what we're going to do. Are you ready? I'm going to turn up the music here that I have on in the background, and all it is is a rhythm. You grab a rhythm, and here we go. There we go. Now I want you just to sit in that chair and I want you just to straighten your legs and put them down. And actually as you straighten your legs, I want you to realize that you're not necessarily bending them from the knee because as you know, my knee is not working well. But you're taking the muscles on the top part of your leg and you're making it so that the legs stretch out in front of you and then are moved down. Stretch out in front of you and move them down. Stretch out in front of you and move them down. Stretch out in front of you and move them down. Stretch out in front of you and move them down. And notice that I'm going at a certain rate based on the rhythm. I also know that if I need to move slower, certainly I'm allowed to do that. Now, in addition, while you're in the process of stretching your legs out and moving them down and keep them going, I'm going to give you a little bit of information. If you're doing it right, you're actually tightening your stomach and straightening up your back as well. Tighten your stomach and straighten up your back. And if you're not, it may be because your arms are just too heavy on the side pose. And so if you can move your arms just so that they're not residing on anything at all, just kind of floating in the air, then all the better because then your stomach will now be able to support your your upper legs as your upper legs allow for a stretching sensation along your legs. See, can you feel that? This is so important. It helps your lower back. It helps your stomach. It helps 
your hips. It helps your your legs all the way down. Now I want you to keep your legs up in front of you as if they're parallel to the ground as much as you possibly can, almost like they're floating in the air. Now point your toes and flex your feet. Point your toes, 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 flex your feet. Keep doing this while I'm talking again. Just notice all the way up and down your legs. Your muscles are being stretched, and then they're also being contracted. Stretched and contracted. And that very act keeps those muscles activated as well as it keeps the blood circulating all the way down to your toes and all the way back up. As well, again, as if you do not have your arms resting, but they're kind of floating in the air comfortably, you'll notice that this is also impacting your inner thigh, the outer part of your thighs, your back, and again, once again, your stomach is supporting this process. And as you're able to hold your legs up more and more parallel to the ground, then it actually helps. Okay, now relax those legs and put those feet gently down on the ground. You're going to move your upper torso. It's a really easy process. You're going to move forward from your buttocks and bending all the way down to the top of your thighs and then all the way back to the back of your chair. Bend forward all the way down so that your belly and your chest touch the top of your thighs and then move back all the way to the back of your chair. You notice that I'm doing it at the same time. I'm asking you to do it. Now, as you keep moving your torso back to your chair and then forward so that your chest touches the top of your thighs as much as possible and you just keep moving back and forward, I want you to do that as you recognize that, again, you're exercising your midriff area, you're using those muscles, you're moving slowly enough that you're actually losing, using your muscles as opposed to the momentum of your movement. So make sure that it's moving forward, slowly, two, three, four, five, down to your thighs, up, two, three, four, five, back to your chair. Don't rest, you're moving forward, down to your thighs, two, three, four, five, and back the back of your chair and not resting but back to it back to it touch it and merely tap it and then come forward again and just keep moving that forward now in about a moment we're going to actually change this so that we can um we can move a little bit differently you've got your torso moving just sit up tall and slow down for a moment you've got your arms rested in the air i want you to move your elbows out like you're a bird and i'm going to move your elbows your arms are bent the hands are together like your knuckles are touching in front of your face. And move your elbows as far up as you possibly can. And now move your elbows down, 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 so that they're resting against your side ribs. Okay, now move the elbows with the knuckles touching in front of your face. Move those elbows up like you're flapping like a bird. Just move as far as you can. It's a great stretch for your for the sides around your ribs, move them down, 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 down. It's also very good for loosening up your shoulders. And also, if you can firm up your arms while in the process of doing it, it can help for that underarm flat as well. Now, if you can interlace your fingers in front of your face with your elbows up and out the side and you're parallel to the ground as well, and it can very gently twist to your left as far as you can. Slowly twisting to your right as far as you can. Twist to your left as far as you can. Your whole upper torso is moving. Your body is getting a wonderful stretch as well as your arms are getting some workout because they are sustaining their position. Even though the fingers are folded in the front of this instability, your arms are sustaining their position and that makes those muscles work a little bit more. In addition, up and down your spinal column, which is so vitally important for your 
nervous system and the health of your well-being, you're also generating a comfortable stretch and twist to the muscles and any sort of blood fuel that's taking place. And if you don't have a back injury that would make this difficult to do, then you're also keeping your vertebrae looser. If you're sitting still in a chair and you're infirm somehow, your vertebrae is going to crump. You're going to find yourself crunching in on your back. You're creating a curvature that matches your chair as opposed to your back. Beautiful. Now put your hands in front of your face. You still have your elbows up in the air. I want you to swing as if you're tilting. There you are to lean to the left. Tilt to the left so that you're curving the side of your waist and your elbow is um, like if you could extend your elbow, it would touch the floor. And your other elbow, the right elbow, would be up in the air. And just hold it and very much engage the side muscles, moving back up, sitting up straight in your chair with your interlaced fingers in front of your face, the elbows out to the side. And now you're going to move and tip over to the other side, now the right side. So your right elbow is facing down to the floor and your left elbow is up to the sky. Your fingers interlaced in front of your face, and you're at an angle. And there you go, as far as I can go in my chair. And now activate your side muscles. Sit up straight in your chair and do this again. And plus, I'm moving slowly. Why? So it's not creating any damage, but also because you want to activate the use of your muscles of your side, your side midriff, your sides of your buttocks, your sides up and down your rib cage area, because those particular muscles will be more activated if you're moving slowly. The process of moving slowly allows you to emphasize musculature without straining or damaging your bones or without straining and damaging your muscles and also creating that emphasis on it as well. It's a wonderful stretch. There we go. Now take your arms and just relax them for a bit because they've been working. Let's go back to the legs. Now, if you can move your right leg up in the air, and I want you to make a clockwise circle so that your toes are moving around and around and around. That's right, so just moving around. But your whole leg is moving too. So you're actually making a circle all the way from your toes all the way up to your hip socket and just moving around clockwise. After you've done 10 of those, I think we have 8, 9, 10. Do your other leg. This one, you're going to go counterclockwise. Ready? Here's your left leg going counterclockwise. Start slower at first just to warm up the joint, get the muscles aware of what you're going to be doing. Very good. And now you can speed it up to the rhythm a little bit more, going around and around and around and around. Eight, nine, ten. Lift up your right leg again while you're resting your left leg. Now I want you to move your le- your right leg to the Left side as far as you can, parallel to the ground. Now move your right leg as far as you can to the right side, parallel to the ground. And you're swinging it back and forth like an in-the-air pendulum. But it's actually a pendulum parallel to the ground as opposed to headed down to the ground. You're stretching the sides of your thighs all the way up past your hip flexors and the interior of it. And you're going back and forth slowly enough to actually activate the muscles. Your buttocks are down there. If you're not leaning against the back of the chair, if you can do that, you will actually also be using more of your core support down by your abdomen, your waist, and your buttocks. Oh, so nice to be exercising that. Put your right leg down. Let's do the same in the air, parallel to the ground. Pendulum swing with the left leg going on the inside. Go out. Swing it back in towards the right leg. 
and swing it back. When I say swing, really, it's really not swinging. It's more of a controlled stretch and movement toward the right leg, and then out to the left, to the left, to the left side, left side as far as you can. Beautiful. Now swing it back and see there's the rhythm. Swing it back to the right leg as far as you can and move it back out, and you're going slowly. So it's not like a fast swing. Although we can do a fast swing, let's do it this way. Take both of your legs up in the air, pillow to the ground, and just swing them back and forth together. That way now your whole buttocks is getting exercise. When you say in a chair, yeah, buttocks is the first thing to go in terms of muscular support, your core as well. Because you're not using those muscles because the chair is doing your core muscle work for you. But you don't want that to happen because actually if you keep your core in the best shape that you possibly can, you are more likely to be healthy in your life than otherwise because it supports your legs, all the muscles that go down your legs into your toes, and it supports everything from the back point on up. And in some traditions, that is actually the center point of not only your balance but your focus or your whole body's well-being. So if you're going back and forth and back and forth, you're both legs in the air, and now you're swinging it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Ooh, that feels so good. I did my chair exercise today with Tybo. That was really nice. It was very odd to do it in a chair, but at least I wasn't re-damaging my knees and I was getting the lower parts of my body. And the other part of my body is exercise, which is what I'm trying to do with you now, although this isn't Tybo. Your legs down. Now I want you to be able to get the back of your arms moving. So you're in the chair, and you want to have both of your hands on the sides of the chair, the, the armrest, if you will. I want you just to push down with your hands. See if you can lift your buttocks off the chair, and if it's even just a little bit, do that. Lift your whole body up and down by your arms. You're using the back of your arms. You're also using your core muscles. You're also getting that upper part of your thighs, remembering what it's like to move up against gravitational force, making it so that it's a stretch up, using the back of your arms muscles, and to the degree you're going to help with your legs, that's great too. And you're going up, and notice the slowness of all of this, because you're focusing on your muscles. Well, folks, I hope that gave you the type of air breathing opportunity just to give yourself, that was 11 minutes worth of movement in your chair. If you did 11 minutes six times a day, you'd have 66 minutes of exercise. Your body would be far better. But if you only did this once a day, your body would still be far better. But there's no excuse. Being in a chair does not mean you have to be passive. So do not sell yourself down the street. Do not lose your muscle tone. Do not use your life. We need you around healthy happy, joyful, and contributing to the rest of our welfare as well. So keep yourself active regardless of whether you've been injured or not. We can't afford to lose the well-being of our body. This is Dr. Carol Francis signing off for now. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.